<laughs> but uh oh so I figured it out too with zoom um it's only a 45 minute limit if there's three people or more ah tight yeah. boy yeah so I was like oh sweet cool. that's, that's awesome uh so that's why I only needed like the pro version and I was doing my classes on zoom and stuff because I um, would I mean I hoped to have had three or more people every time, but it didn't always work out that way. But Ooh, yeah, so it's perfect. Um, I got my little whiteboard of a list here of our kind of topics. But I mean, so it's been over a month, almost yeah. a month and a half since we um, recorded our last one. So why don't we go through some some updates? Like, tell me what's happening. Um, I'm on my, I just had my second to last physical therapy appointment, whoop, whoop, and I've been swimming, uh, which I'm about to break up with because I hate smelling like chlorine and having like cringy, crunchy hair. Yeah. Uh, but I love swimming. It's like, I've, I've always wanted to like learn how to like actually do it. And then when you get to the end of your lane, do the like flippy dippy thing and like, <laughs> So I, I have done all that and I, I'm one of the special kids who needs earplugs because I don't like it when water gets in my ear. So anyway, so been doing that. Um, I got cleared to ride my bike on the road and I'm pretty sure I was like on the verge of tears when they gave me the clearance to be able to do that because I love riding my bike. Yeah, um, that's so oh. awesome. Yeah, and that whole, <clears throat> I listened to the other podcast recently, and I was laughing at the part where I was like, oh, we don't want to, for our bathroom remodel, we don't want to, like, spend thousands of dollars on tile. Guess what we're doing? Spending thousands of dollars on tile and upgrading bathtubs, so now we have a six-foot bathtub with jets, boy. That is so and, awesome. Yeah yeah it's so exciting like, have you you've laid in it and you can see no I have oh. not yet I have not yet but you can't like once the time comes I will be and there's like a spot on either side for you to just like place your arms and I'm just like I can't wait that sounds so dreamy I, I wish I could find a tub to sit in to fit in <laughs> yeah that's Period. so funny um I was going to mention with the swimming. So we had to swim in high school. Like, did you have to do it? Yeah. It was just for like a quarter. Freshman year. Yeah. yeah. It's your first freshman year. Yeah. First like PE uh, credit, whatever, like intro to PE. I don't know. And you do like, you split the semester into like the the two quarters or whatever, or even more than that. Cause we did like swimming team sports and something else. And so it was only like a few weeks or a month or I don't know, but it was definitely just annoying to be in the pool yeah. all the time. Like I love to be in the water, but I do not like to be in pools unless like, I don't know, I'm partying somewhere. I'm like, I don't want to swim. I already have a problem. Like I hate washing my hair every day Uh anyway so like let alone the fact that like you have to with chlorine it's just so gross yeah I've never been and it's not good for your hair you're supposed to like let your natural oils like do their thing or like also my buddy yeah your skin 
my buddy who has also been swimming, he showed me this thing that totally grossed me out. Um, we were hanging out and he was like, have you tried the thing where you like get your skin wet and then smell yourself and see if you smell like chlorine? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he was like, okay, here, so smell your arm. And I was like, okay, smell my arm smells like nothing really. And then he's like, all right, put some water on it and like, kind of like rub the water in. And then you smell your arm again and you straight up smell like chlorine. And I was like, oh, just so disgusted. And I was like, like okay, I'm embedded in you yeah and you can't get it out I mean your skin is your biggest organ and yeah Yeah, so gross shit and I'm I'm breaking up with swimming especially since I got my first love back riding my bike that's so awesome yeah on the mend moving and grooving doing the things how about you girl um same I guess moving and grooving (laughs) we had a well so yeah back to work like pretty full time now between the marketing and just being in the shop like straight up like Monday through Friday too obviously I can change that I don't have to do like some things on Monday or Tuesday I can like change it around a little with the marketing but um it works out right now because Andrew's schedule is like Monday through Friday uh so until he stops working completely and has every day then I can whatever you know change things around as I need to but um so I was like broke as a joke when I got home because I didn't I mean I worked a little bit there but still a solid like month really of not a lot of work um Mm -hmm. so I started doing some insta carding and uh like I don't have a lot of time for it because there's um it's just so spread out here, you know, like there's three Mm -hmm. stores or whatever, and you could be like miles and miles away. It's not like you're just driving along like, oh, I'm next to this Safeway. I'll stop here and do this one. So it's kind of hard to like pack them all in. It's like a lot of driving. And then just with my schedule anyways, I, it's only worked out where I could be like three at the most, like in a day. And then I'm just either doing something else, but like, I don't know. It's kind of weird because it gets a little addicting. You do one and you're like, all oh, right. Like, yeah, another yeah. one popped up. I'm going to do it. But um, so when we talked last night to kind of catch up a little bit and you talked like the, about the bathroom and uh, wanting to like reuse stuff or not buy everything brand new and just how much waste goes into like redecorating. Oh my God. And it reminds me, so there's a couple of like, I guess, I don't know if housing developments is the right term. They're like these big, rich, fancy neighborhoods. And there's three of them all right next to each other. And they're like right behind our house. And I did an Instacart to one of them. And it yeah. was like at 930 at night. And so all of them have gates to get in. And uh, I show up at this place. There's no one at the gatehouse, which I thought was kind of weird because at these fancy places, I just assume someone's there like all the time. Um, uh-huh. and so you can message the people like through the app. And so I'm like, well, no, like no one's here at the gate. Um, and you know, like, like, please give me a call. Like, I don't, I can't get in. And, uh, like I keep calling through the app and messaging and on their, uh, voicemail, they left their phone number. So I like text that I'm like, oh, it's Taryn from Instacart, whatever. But oh, I was out there for like 20 fucking minutes. And I had, a, I, this was a dual batch thing. You could do two at once, which was my first one. Oh, to no. Do. So you have like the yeah. times, like they give you a time, uh, 
like not really limit, I guess, but an ideal time. And like, you're supposed to get it done within this time. So I'm like, I got another one to do. And it's in this other community right here. And, um, I didn't have good service there. So I had to be like out of my truck and it's like 28 degrees out. I just had like a sweatshirt and sweats out. I'm like freezing and like so mad at these people. (laughs) Why are you answering your phone? Like, why would you do something like this? Like put an order in this and then like not be ready to answer your phone with like a question or anything. So I ended up like leaving it at the gate, these grocery bags. Um, cause I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And I went to yeah. the other one and right when I got to the other one, they called and they were like, Oh, are you still here? I'm like, no, I told you like in the messages, I had another one to do. Like, I don't, it's nine 30 at this point, it's almost 10 o'clock at night. Like I want to go home. I'd, I'd worked all day anyways at the shop. So yeah, I was just uh, like, why did I decide to do this? But it just made me and so are mad. You that dense that are you that dense that you didn't read the text messages that I messaged you? Like, yeah, like, like from ew, my personal ew, ew. phone. And then, so yeah, just maybe some other, like, okay, like, thank you. Where can we find them? I'm like at the gatehouse. They're like, where? I'm like, at the door of the gatehouse. <laughs> like, <laughs> and there wasn't like a, like an apology or it's just like, okay, thanks. Bye. And like, you, you can see the timestamp of like when I messaged you and like, you get a timestamp of like, when I check out of the store, you can see everything. Um, you know what yeah. store I was at so I was just like wow really like no sweat off your back that you wasted a bunch of my time and thus money yeah. because it caused me to like that to show up as like a like past the time delivery or whatever so mm-hmm. um, I don't know it's probably just like a couple bucks thing but it, it just made me so mad at at those people <laughs> And just yeah. anyone who just like doesn't care. There's plenty of people who like live in those situations who actually care about, you know, humans. But I was like, wow, yeah. you have like no remorse for it. Like I'm just a like a slave to you or something. Like here's your yeah. service. I was like, I already feel kind of shitty like doing this in the first place. And then like to have somebody like that, I was so mad. But and then it was like the next day or something, um, that uh this guy that Andrew knows works for an interior designer and was saying that they go to these kinds of places all the time to remodel and you know every like few months or it could sometimes longer than that but sometimes not very long and they completely remodel they just like throw their stuff away they just like oh yeah haul that away we don't want it and it's like you know it's expensive stuff so it's like they don't care what happens to it like like at least and resources that have been pulled from the earth and like all these materials that have been put together like it's oh yeah I hate it it's like must be nice to have that much money that you don't worry about it but like not even about the money for them like selling it or anything but it's like you can find at least like the the people you're having to come take the furniture away like I would try and um, uh, make sure there's someone who that they do something with it like do you resell yeah. it or like I just wouldn't be able to have it taken straight to the dump. Like, unless something's like broken beyond my repair that yeah. like, you know, I, I can't or give stained to like, so yeah. bad. And, yeah. but there's still other resources out of it. Like people can reupholster or do some things. Like there needs to be a lot more like programs or something like that where, but also yeah. the people have to reach out for it and they just don't mm-hmm. care at all. I was getting very, I was very, very like aggravated after that about <laughs> like people and stuff yes fuck these people but uh 
yeah, so I haven't done any of that. Actually, no, I think I did another day, like after that, but then my schedules just worked out that I haven't really done it. And it's not like I have a, um, you know, efficient vehicle to drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, right. Yeah. And then like, I started coaching with the wrestling, the high school wrestling team. Um, it's just an assisting thing. So it's like all volunteer and, uh, it's been really fun, but I was kind of at first, like, I don't know if I'm going to do it. Cause I felt like I have, I've helped out with the little guys, but I'm like, Oh, high school boys. Like, I don't know. Are they even gonna, like yeah. listen to me or anything? But it's just such a different world than what I grew up in here. I think there's like five kids. So, and they're all super respectful and because none of them also like know what they're doing, but with that too. So being different worlds of like, I, you know, was in that world of wrestling from like four years old on and, uh, at like Foss at our high school, a bunch of those same kids I started wrestling with when I was little and went there. So like, it was just ingrained in us. And so there's a couple of the kids who are super, super analytical and they ask like, why for everything you're like, okay, do this. And they're like, well, what if you don't like, what if I put this arm (laughs) over here? Or like, they're like, what if you got a takedown in the middle of the mat? Like what happens then? I'm like, nothing. (laughs) Like you got the takedown. Like what only matters is like, if you go out of bounds, like it doesn't matter where else anything else happens, but, uh, I was just like blown away because I haven't worked like a lot with kids at all. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like actually how people's brains work. Like, yes, like there's things that I need to know, like why? And and that's why it clicks. But for, for wrestling, I was like, oh my God, you have a question about everything. I was like, just, just do it. Like, it's like, I don't know what to tell you. Like some things are just going to come intuitively. You're not going to have time in a match to be able to think of like, hmm, like it's just going to eventually come to you that you're you're just going to start moving your body. And if you didn't do it the perfect way, but you got out of like Mm -hmm. that precarious position, then good. (laughs) Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So, um, it's, it's kind of interesting. It, it's a different, different kind of patience of the little guys because of the little guys, I was just more like, I am going to strangle somebody like you got, they're running around, bouncing off the walls and not listening at all. And then these Uh, kids are like, just asking so many questions. Yeah. And your brain is going a mile a minute and you're trying to like make decisions. Yeah. And And I'm like trying to, uh, well, it's it's hard too, because they're all so small. So I'm like, (laughs) like, I can't even really like wrestle with them or show them. Cause I'm like, I am going to mm-hmm. squish you. Like You're a hundred. Quincy like, always wants to hands. wrestle with me. And I'm like, I will, I can't like, yeah. we can like have fun and pretend, but like this really logistically, I just can't. Yeah. And it's so hard. I don't know how my dad did it or he would use me as like a practice dummy to, for TK sometimes during his matches, like grab me and do something. Um, but I'm like, I mean, it's different if you're like showing a move, but when, I, so yesterday there was only three at practice, these two like, uh, boys who are closer in weight wrestled together. And then it was just the one girl who's on the team. And so I practiced with her the whole time. Um, but I'm like, well, you know, good, it's good for her because like, this is not easy, <laughs> like wrestling, yeah. first of all, with a coach, let alone someone who's 80 pounds heavier than you. But, um, <laughs> but I still feel like a little bad that like, it's just, just have that advantage. But then when I was in high school, it was actually really kind of shitty for me. We had like six girls on the team, but 
I was in the position of like coaching them. Um, we had a coach who was a girl, uh, Trisha Schrader. And so, and I grew up with her. So I was always like doing the demonstrations with her and stuff, but she wasn't like once in a while, she'd like wrestle with me, but otherwise she wasn't practicing with me. Cause same situation. Like she couldn't be there all the time, just like me as a coach. Um, and so I had to wrestle these people who were smaller than me though, and inexperienced. So I feel like I really lost out on a lot of, uh, time in high school. Cause we didn't have to be separated in practice between the boys and the girls, but we often would, cause there's a big group of us and girls just learn a little differently, but during the, yeah. So I was like, damn, this like kind of sucks that I didn't get as much like work out of things as I could have. But mm-hmm. this girl in Truckee is like on the opposite end. Like she's working with the like experienced coach who weighs more than her. So she's just going to get like tougher and, and stronger. <laughs> like so Hell yeah. She had, like, I think her first match, they had their first tournament Saturday. She got pinned really quickly, but she was like, the guy felt light. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) he's been, like, practicing with people, like, even all, like, she's just the lightest. Um, There's, like, one other kid who's, like, her weight, but other than that, they're all, like, a little heavier, or um, even the guys closer to weight are just, like, taller, so uh, she's been having had different like struggles. So I think she was excited of like, Oh wow, this is like what it's like to wrestle somebody like my size. Yeah. But, but yeah, other than, other than just getting back into work and taking on some new things, I, uh, started CrossFit again and that's been all right and stopped drinking caffeine. So I feel like I've been sleeping better. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I also am going to a naturopath today and Ooh. is this um, going to be your first appointment? Yeah. So I've wanted to go for like a couple years, but you know, it's so expensive because it's all out of pocket, but I went to the doctor when I got home from Washington, uh, just cause like, I just wanted one more try. I was like, all right, let me talk to this lady. Cause this like insurance does cover this and just like one last ditch effort pretty much to see if I can find anything out from, from her. And we kind of determined that I took a guess that I might have like a hormone issue just with like the things going on with me. And, uh, so she was like, have you ever tried a plant-based diet? And I was like, no, cause it's just like, I never, never thought I needed to, like, I don't want to. And she brought up some, uh, movies. Like, uh, did you ever see the game changers? it's a documentary on Netflix. And when it came out, it was just like, there was so much talk about it, but it's all about like plant-based diets and athletes and stuff. And so she brings that up and I was like, yeah, yeah. I like, I saw it. And I listened to like several podcasts after that were a debate between like both sides, like the movie maker and, and, um, someone like against that just because there's holes in, in the story. And I was like, basically for me, I, I'm not going to go watch a bunch of documentaries on like plant-based diets because all these kinds of things are, are made to fit that like idea. And the fact of the matter is like, you have to figure out what is right for you and your body. So me just watching these movies is not going to be like, Oh God. Yeah. Meat's evil. It's like, but I'm willing to try it and see if I feel any difference. So I've been doing plant-based for almost, um, almost a month. Um, and I see no changes. Yeah. But the only thing I can with my, with my sleep being better, um, 
I was like, well, maybe it's helps with digestion. Like, you know, I'm not eating like big hunk of meat at night. So my digestion system isn't like working overdrive at night. And so maybe that has something to do with it. But, um, other than that, I'm like, I don't, I don't, and I don't know, like, unless I went back and tested things, but they only test for like, like one hormone level with Western medicine. And so if I went back, we could test that. But even she told me, she's like, okay, from the symptoms you've told me you had, and like most of all too, just like the like weight gain in a short amount of time. She's like, I, I feel like it's hormonal. And, but she's like, but to be completely honest with you, like we suck at this, like Western medicine sucks at this. And I was like, yeah, I, like I know. And I've wanted to go to the naturopath in town. And she was like, yeah, absolutely do. But like, try this first. So yeah, I haven't seen much changes. It's the thing I've stuck to, like, I've never stuck to anything really this long though. <laughs> so, Bravo. Um, I'm so proud of you, Karen. Yeah. Especially Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. So I had fit, I did have a little bit of macaroni and cheese on Thanksgiving, but just like one little serving. And, um, I got a salmon steak and I ate that instead. Cause I didn't take fish off the table because the reason we took meat and dairy off was because of like uh, like shot up with hormones, like all this, um, extra processed food and stuff. And that's another reason, as I thought about this hormone thing, like, well, Andrew and I have talked about wanting to buy like a whole cow and whole pig, um, for our meat sources. Cause we just want to have like a good meat and have from a, like a good source, so, like a farmer, you know, and know that it's not shot up with all this stuff. So in my mind, I was just kind of like, well, you know, what if I was doing stuff like that, then like, would, like, how much does the food really play into it? Also, I just need to know what's wrong anyway. Like if it is a hormone issue, like what, what hormones and what can I do to actually fix it? Cause I don't think like the food thing's going to be the only thing. Um, yeah. and after listening to a podcast yesterday that like, I didn't expect this to come up at all. I didn't listen to it for this reason. It just happened to, they spoke directly to that. And it, I was just like, you know what? Like, I can't wait anymore. These appointments have been out like six weeks or something anyway. So I was like, I'm just going to call and see if I can get an appointment on the books. It probably won't be till January. And the lady was like, actually I have a cancellation tomorrow. I've been trying to fill, like, I don't know if you want to like really go for it and fast track that quickly or, or otherwise I can do January 20th. So I was like, well, yeah, let's do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah even though I'm kind of like relying on a credit card showing up in the mail today so I'm like do you have to pay for it today pretty sure I've asked them oh, before dang. if they have like payment plans or anything so it's yeah it's gonna be costly but I'm just like so tired of of this shit, the way I've felt for years and, and years. I'm like, all right, I just keep getting older and not feeling better. So like, I just yeah, want to yeah, yeah. figure, figure Take shit action. out and yeah, not feel like I'm dying. Also, that's the thing too. Like my workout yesterday, I was just like dying and for like a couple other reasons though. I don't, I don't, but I feel like it could all be related for sure. The thing is like in my workouts over the last couple of years, they've like gotten harder and harder and I'm like this doesn't make sense <laughs> like why does it get yes. harder to do so uh so yeah I'm, I'm like excited to go just nervous of like the fucking the cost of it but if I can yeah. and and well not necessarily just the cost I guess I'm nervous of like not getting any answers 
and then the cost. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. if I get some answers, yes. like, okay. Yeah. But if I'm like, just plain fucking crazy and this is actually the way that everyone feels and I'm just being a baby <laughs> then I'm gonna be pissed. No, I don't I don't think that's the case. I do not think that's the case. <laughs> but um, yeah that would be really terrible if you were like cool I'm out a bunch of money and time and you know solutions. But I yeah. don't I'm I don't think that would be the case. I think I think you're on to something. You know I think you're gonna uncover something good for you and your body and that's exciting and I'm yeah. so proud of you you're such an adult I, I know I, I text uh Hillary action and that's what I said like I made a major adult decision like I'm going to the natural yes. path which like because yeah yes. it's just getting to that point in life for real where you are prioritizing like your health and wellness over uh-huh. other things and I feel like a lot of times in talk um like social media or whatever magazine like health and wellness is like working out and dieting and stuff and so it's like oh prioritize that like get some good sleep you know drink one glass of wine or something and like work out every day and don't eat carbs or something like that it's like that's not health and wellness really like health and wellness is like figuring out your root problems yes getting sleep and you know eating better but like also taking care of yourself like resting if you need to. Um, so, cause like everything I've tried hasn't really worked, uh, over the last, like a lot of years I've gone through different phases of like, okay, well maybe I, maybe, maybe my adrenals are shot and I need to like not work out very much and take a step back. And I've tried that and that doesn't seem to have done anything either. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? But, uh, yeah, so I'm excited to go today and just get the ball rolling so yeah mm-hmm. yes 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 much uh, like this podcast baby yeah We're totally that's what I was gonna does. say we're so professional like doing it over zoom I feel professional anyways <laughs> right even though you I'm totally professional in- you're so much more professional over zoom <laughs> <laughs> oh man um also well I don't want to like be the one chatting away the whole time but with the bathroom remodel so I told you last night too like we had a water heater incident so Uh like I got home on a Monday and like that following Friday a few days later wake up at like two o'clock in the morning or something one o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom and like on the counter I had like a mask and a headband and I looked at it and it looked kind of wet and I was like what the fuck like that's weird. And I look up and I see a drip and I was like, Oh no. And I like, I'm like peeing and yelling at Andrew. Like, I think that, and I, I heard a sound, like I could hear water running after like I thought about it. So I thought the toilet upstairs was like running or something and, and like leaking, like overflowing or something. Um, so I like yell at Andrew and he runs upstairs, like nothing is happening in the, uh, upstairs bathroom. And I was like, Oh, the water heater because it's like above our bathroom and uh so we like run into the kitchen and like the door there's water like all over the door to the garage and um Mm -hmm. the door is like the frame is like almost swelled shut like you gotta open the door and it's just dripping from the frame and uh because our water heater, it's in the garage, but it's like up in this little cubby hole thing. It's so stupid. So it's like second story, 
level, but not access through the second story. You literally got to like Andrew to get up on a ladder, climb over this cross beam, get in this like fucking little cubby hole. And um, yeah, there's just water everywhere in there. So we shut the water off to the house because it, it kept like refilling. And so it was oh, leaking no. over this little pan that's in there. Um, and there was water all in the garage too, like on the garage floor. So we're like, is it coming through the walls or what? We found out later yeah. that the pipe, like that this overflow is going through just dumps out into the garage. So it was just coming from that pipe underneath on the floor. So it didn't come through those walls, but our bathroom is like dripping, 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 and it starts to stag. And you can see this like three foot by like two foot or something like rectangle piece of drywall just starting to sag. And I'm like, we're so fucked. Like there's nothing we can do right now. It's, you know, now two o'clock in the morning. So we go to bed and around like six o'clock, we just hear this like noise and the ceiling fell through. And so we like go in the bathroom and it's a fucking disaster. This spot fell through but it was full of dog food (laughs) yeah yeah so we have like we know there's mice all around here like it's just a problem in this area for sure and we have seen and heard them like stealing the dog food like we'll have to like put it away at night like especially at winter but this has been happening since I brought socks like here to this house they've been stealing food so over five years or four years or something these guys have been stealing this food and stuffing it into the walls so all over the can like there's like 20 fucking pounds of dog food so it's like insulation dog food it smells so bad just like wet dog food and then like you can see it like up in the wood still packed in there all around that and pine nuts we have oh a fucking, it, it was insane. And so this, this happened one month ago. We have not, it was oh. a pain in the ass to get someone out here. Then they had someone like with a dehumidifier uh, in the bathroom for like two weeks and they like sealed, uh, sealed it off um, like the toilet part. And then they came back and it was still, they were still finding moisture. So they put, like cut two holes in the wall, put a little fan in, and then they actually sealed the ceiling finally because shit was still like falling out of it so they sealed up that hole um but now that's been like two weeks and we haven't heard a peep because we all like we claimed or made it like an insurance claim and whatnot so I don't know if that's why it's more difficult but we've still been using our bathroom but we have these giant two machines in there (laughs) we actually turned them off because it was so annoying having like these fans and humidifier on all the time and we're like this is like no one's even checking to see what's happening so like we need to move yeah, forward like humidity level. yeah I'll have to send you pictures of like the the dog oh food God, thing. it was so I fucking know, nuts I know you buy your dog good dog food yeah that's like so much money that's exactly <laughs> what Andrew nice. and I said too we were like what the fuck you're not even eating it like <laughs> this is such yeah. a waste of our money you're not just like real. nesting it hoarding it and so yeah we need to still get someone over and like get that all removed from the the ceiling and um yeah it's 
it's just so so dumb I'm like well maybe we'll get a whole new bathroom out of this but (laughs) at this point I'm like well probably not because it's like taken so long just to get these people out here to do anything so if we were to do that we'd have to do it totally on our own but uh but yeah so (laughs) that was that's our bathroom remodel we just have a hole in the ceiling (laughs) like a nothing like a forced remodel my yeah yeah God. yeah I mean I guess also just being a homeowner mm-hmm. yeah Andrew was like whenever something like that happens he definitely is like maybe I didn't make the right choice <laughs> like maybe it is <laughs> no, better to not oh 100% especially yeah. uh here right now with the housing market and how many people like we know or just in the area who have been uh like kicked out of their house because the owners of their rentals decided to sell it because the market was so good um and then yeah they sell it to you know just new people coming in from out of town or people who want to like airbnb or it's just their second home or something so that's sucked so yeah i'm like super glad that we like he that he (laughs) owns it but yeah I know at times like that when you like instead of just calling your landlord and like hey fix this you're like um yeah Yeah. I gotta cut a check for you know like five thousand dollars now and and fix this um so so yeah that sucks (laughs) and with like opening any sort of project you're just opening up a can of worms and you know it yeah you're just like cool yeah I mean, you know, right. it's just I'm elsewhere. Loving- yeah. I'm like, how, what, what other walls are packed with fucking dog food? Like, yeah. it's so nuts. So nuts. But, um, yeah. yeah, yes. Well, maybe you'll get a tub that you could fit in. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. See how that goes. I got to actually like, call his mom today or something and ask her if she's heard. Cause she, uh, what had like helped us like file the claim and get a hold of people because she has like she's like a co um signer or whatever on the house like just because at the time Andrew got it he had absolutely no credit um so she still has like her name on stuff so she can get a hold of people because he can't really do that while he's driving around all day for work so um so yeah (laughs) good times dude totally well, what else was up? Anything with, uh, how's Quincy doing with school? Cause I know when I was there, he was like, um, I don't really like it. <laughs> yeah. He still is like that. I think it's just like an attitude that he's adopted, but like, I've never had any trouble like getting him ready in the morning and him being like super resistant. Like he's always like ready to walk out the door and like get into school like so I don't know what that's all about I think it's just oh. like something for him to say about it yeah so that he could be like different or so I don't know yeah but, that's um, funny he's doing really good he's starting to read oh my god which is just I'm ready for this level to be unlocked yeah let's, let's read everything let's learn everything yeah um and he we have made friends and this is like the first set of friends that he made in his reality all on his own and then I met these kids mother and we all get along really well and it's really nice to 
for that to start happening. And that's awesome. Um, today we are going to go on a little hike to try and find mistletoe. I was wondering um, if that was the, the, uh, lady that you were, yes. If like they were buddies, yeah. the, the kids, um, yeah. Tell yeah. me more about mistletoe for sure. <laughs> um, so we're go. I've never, she mentioned it to me yesterday and was like, Hey, do you want to go on a hike and try and find some mistletoe? And I was like, I love foraging, of course. And I was like, but I ha- like have no, I-, I know nothing about mistletoe. So I started doing a little bit of research yesterday and it is a parasitic plant, meaning that it lives off of other living plants, thus killing the plant off that it lives off of. And there are 1300 different species of mistletoe. What? And yeah, I said 1300. And there are they all parasitic? Yeah. Dang. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I would have my knowledge that I started researching yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh oh, you're breaking up. On hemorrhoids. Oh no! You're you're a little frozen. Oh. Am I doing things now? Yes. Yeah. Your video is a little off, but I can hear you better now. So they grow on hemlock. I think that's the last thing I could make out. (laughs) Yes. In in western Washington and then like the east coast and in Europe they grow off oak trees and she I don't know if she did the research on but she was like I know where there's an oak grove and we were going to just go and try and find it because oaks lose their leaves and so the mistletoe would just be like this like growing in a tree and so we're going to try and find some but I don't know if they grow on oak trees here, I don't know if I've ever actually seen one. So we're gonna go try this out and have some fun with our friends. And a cute story about um, how Quincy and uh, this kid in his class became friends is on the first day of school, the boy, Quincy's friend, his name is Lincoln, he is a younger kindergartner. He like just turned five in like August or something like that. And so it's just harder being away from your parents at that age, at a younger age. And so he like has a hard time in school and like was being emotional on the first day of school. And so his teacher was like, hey, Quincy, go, go befriend Lincoln and like hopefully like try and make him feel better. And so Quincy was like a very important person to Lincoln because he was Lincoln's first friend that he ever made. And it's just so cute that my kid is out in the world on his own, like being a person and yeah. That's so awesome. It's wild. That is great. I don't even, I'm I'm like something you don't even think about as not having a kid that like, oh, how do they just go make friends on their own without like me like you know having a mom friend and like oh well we're both moms let's make our kids hang out or something (laughs) I guess it doesn't really happen until this age anyways that they can go to school because they're like you know decide who they want to hang out with at school and whatnot so 
it's crazy that it doesn't, it happens around like five or six or whatever. And until then you're the Uh one who's like, this is your friend. (laughs) Yeah. We're hanging out with these. Yeah. Yeah. This is who we sit with at lunch. And they're just, yeah. Yeah. It's just so wild that it's just like, like your kids, us as kids, we're just like out in the world representing our parents without them being there and just, being people in the world yeah it's wild you still are breaking up like a little bit but I don't know I don't know if it's me or if it's you it's just like the it's probably (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes in this little corner I'm in my service goes like not too good but uh it's like I can still hear you but it it gets a little uh little wonky well, let me connect to my Wi-Fi and see if that improves at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, I got a text message earlier, and I'm on my phone, anyways, but I don't know if it showed, if, if you could hear it. Okay. No, I just did that, too. I tried to close, like, a, another app on my computer in case, like, things were interfering, and it made a sound, and I was like, oh, did that, was that audible to everyone else? Because it was really loud in my ear. <laughs> yeah. Nope, didn't hear it. Yeah. Well, are you connected now to your Wi-Fi? Oh, now you really froze. Uh, Yeah, you're back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we can always edit that out. Uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll I'll test my editing skills. Uh, it yeah. wasn't, also, it wasn't we didn't long. we didn't do an introduction. We kind didn't of didn't. Oh, like the whole intro spiel about what the podcast is about. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't. Um, and most of the times, people like record those before time, and they just like add it in. So I guess I could do that. I could really practice my editing skills because I forgot all about Ooh. that. I'll have to listen to the first one and see what I even like I know I recorded one a while ago but I don't even think I used it for the first one I think we just did a little intro about us or whatever I'll listen back yeah and see Um, this whole thing might have to change anyways I'm like might need a new name I don't know (laughs) I mean I love the name but I'm like yeah I'm like I love the name but I'm like well I have a, a strong feeling that like you and I are going to do this a lot more together. So I'm like, well, I don't want it to be like, just, just me. If I'm like, you know, if Amber's I'm here for it my, though. My, my, my main co-host. So I'm like, well, why am I making this all about me? And it's actually not. Um, Cause I just had no idea what it was going to be like. I just came up with an idea and then I was like, well, I need to record one. So let's do it with you. And now I'm like, yeah, this is, we we vibe together well where we can converse and um Uh and and have humorous conversations and stuff so I feel like a lot of podcasts that I listen to are those that do have like co-hosts and it's them jabbing gabbing I'm just doing terrible with words lately I'm always off by one letter (laughs) but uh (laughs) but yeah So, so we'll see it, it, it may, may evolve more to the name or I need a picture. So did you see that it's on Spotify? I did not. Yeah. So I, ah! I through the whole like platform that I have 
created this from. Um, you basically like when I upload the uh, podcast to that platform, it will distribute it through other platforms. And uh, I, I can't do Apple podcasts because I don't have any artwork yet. Um, but I just did Spotify and Stitcher and Spotify. Like I kept checking while I was at home in Washington and it, like nothing was was coming up and then I just forgot about it. And then I looked yesterday and it like came up, right. That's the thing too, with the name, it comes up like immediately. Cause there's like nothing spelt like that way. Yes. Um, so uh-huh. I was like, well, that's awesome because I don't know a lot of people that use Stitcher. Maybe there's a bunch of people that do, but I use pod, uh, Spotify or Apple. So I was like, that's so uh-huh. awesome. I think it'll be much easier for like friends to listen to when it's on Spotify. So it's like, oh my God. Yes, like, I agree. We Yay. need it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's so um, cool. Have you talked to people about listening that have listened to our last episode and not really or- people have said that they have or are going to and then when I've asked more questions there's been radio silence so I don't know yeah who has or not but it's all about those reps baby just repetitions and eventually people will crack and listen and uh, I know they want to and just like you know maybe don't have the time to to listen to nonsense because I got to be like either cleaning the house or driving if I'm listening to like a Uh long a longer podcast but I know there's a couple I have on that I follow that are like really short like 15 or 20 minute ones but I like once in a while they're all right but usually I'm like oh well I'm doing something that I can listen to more I don't want to listen to like eight episodes I want to like just listen to an hour of conversation or whatever but uh speaking of that podcast you told me about is like 20 minutes long Mm -hmm. the um posture one yes yeah yes yeah (laughs) speaking of we're both yeah totally slouching and yeah so uh how did you find out about that podcast um this is not uh, a beer by the way I'm just I have a koozie on everything because I'm a little cold (laughs) yes yes I know I thought about having a beverage and I was like beesh it's noon 30 and you got to pick up your kid from (laughs) totally um so I stumbled upon that podcast because I was just like, I wanted to improve my posture and have like, just be more conscientious of my skeletal system, especially with this injury and everything and mm-hmm. how I was walking. Because I think when you were here last, when we did the last, last podcast, I was still, gosh, that was two months ago. That was like so long ago. I was like still walking funny and like, yeah because you had just I gotten your brace slow. off pretty much I yeah. think before I got there crazy yeah so I was like in the very beginning stages when we talked last so as I progressed I just noticed that like my gait the way I was walking was like totally different and so I was like all right what is happening I need to just like realign and like wanted to listen to something about having better posture and so I just stumbled upon her podcast and it's called The Body Nerd and she just talks about um, a wide range of of things like having a body (laughs) she's a she's a crossfitter too she talks about liking to lift heavy things and stuff Um, and the episode that I shared with you about having good posture was just like so good and informative and she kept on saying um 
uh, uh, God, what was she saying? It was like not being perfect, but, but continue, just like continually being aware and like just bringing your awareness back to having good posture and what that should look like. And essentially what she said was your head is heavy, <laughs> yeah, like 10 pounds or something like that. So if it's in a different position on top of your body, you overcompensate. And then that carries on down through your spine and like your hips and stuff. So what you should do to have good posture is have your ears over your shoulders and like relax your shoulders. Like you don't, you don't want your, your shoulders touching your ears. You don't like just chill, like relax your jaw, you know, like just I'm a clencher for sure. I feel like I'm always clenching my jaw and I'm like, whoa, like relax. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah, you're supposed to have your ears over your shoulders and then you're supposed to have your rib cage over your hips. And then when you walk, your toes are supposed to be pointed out straight. Mm -hmm. So when I was listening to that podcast, I was walking Chambers Bay and I, and so I was just like, making sure I had my ears <laughs> over my shoulders and I'm like I'm sure I, I was because I was like saying listening to this podcast and like saying over in my head like have your shoulders over your ears and just like that's just where I was thinking what I was yeah. thinking about but yeah I've been trying to be more conscientious about how I'm sitting and the more you do it then the more your muscles will fall in line right totally um, muscle memory yeah, it's just so important to have good posture. And now that we're like always on mm-hmm. or like hunched over a computer, we're just like our our heads are pushed forward. And I actually, oh man, when was that? I went and I when I was working for the stormwater company, I started to get really bad back issues. Like I at one point couldn't get out of bed and I had to like call my boss from bed and be like, I can't move. Oh my God. And so, so I ended up seeing a chiropractor and I've always kind of been like, oh yeah, chiropractic work. What is this like juju woo woo man? And um, one of my old coworkers at the bar, she was going to school to be a chiropractor and her dad had a practice over in, over by the Tacoma Mall and so I started going there and um, got x-rays of my skeletal and my head was forward. And um, I mean, like we addressed that in, in some of the sessions and like cracking and stuff, but it was just really helpful to like actually see my see skeletal yeah. and where I'm at and like where your level is. And like one of my legs is shorter than the other one so I have like a tilt in my hip and in order to correct that I got to get a lift in my shoe and it's oh gosh like every everything's connected everything is aligned and because of gravity and all this other kind of stuff whatever traumas you've had in your body child labor like there's just so many things that play a role in your structure and your build of your body that you get uncenter and it's mm-hmm. just it's just so good to be brought back to like okay have good posture and then I will have less back pain yeah so on and so forth and like it was also good in that podcast to hear uh like you don't have to be perfect at it just like 
bring your conscious consciousness back to being aware right of I, your body and space and for women like you and me who have bigger boobs yeah <laughs> it's it's like that plays a huge role it's totally because like, I find um, my like you have such a more of a problem with rounded shoulders it takes so much more work to like stay straight and upright and then I, I feel like other than just like the natural like probably um inclination to just like round because you, maybe you're tired is that like because it's not something we really focus on a lot in our society posture that I feel like when I do straighten like people can tell and it just feels like I'm like yeah. sticking these things out or something I'm like no I'm just uh-huh. like trying to like keep my shoulder blades flat on my back um yeah but yeah it just feels like you're like definitely like boop here I am <laughs> so uh-huh. and, and- uh, and I think she mentioned something to uh, her being uh, short. And so yeah, for short people, that. that was something that she did too, actually, was like stick her chest and butt out or something to like look taller or something. Yes. I don't, yeah, it was like, oh, that's And it gave her pain in her middle back. And, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it is just also funny how like different body types carry themselves throughout the world based upon like how we look at people socially you know yeah I mean? like yeah it's not a priority to be like oh I should stand this way because of good posture it's like oh I should like hunch down because I'm I'm a taller girl and mm-hmm. or I should like stick my chest out because I'm a shorter girl it's like that's just not where our priorities are at or just like that's not where they should be societal. yeah 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 so it's just good to be like check yourself have good posture, make sure your ears are in line with your shoulders and you're not popping your rib cage out and your ribs are over your hips and your toes are pointing forward. And it is like, it is a lot to like constantly, Mm -hmm. but practice just like bringing it back every once in a while. You don't have to like always. Yeah. I think that's why well with her saying like you know it doesn't have to be perfect it's like there's so much going on in posture we're also dynamic beings so like for a lot of us I guess you know if you're working at a desk then like you're either standing or sitting in that same position for a while but like when you're walking or running or exercising um like it can be hard to remember all the things that's where like you know a lot of posture comes in into yoga and like before I take a personal training client on like the first thing we do is a um is a consultation and I do that and like look at your posture from like three different positions and do an overhead squat um that's one of the postural uh, dynamic like consultations that I I do um and with that overhead squat too, what she mentioned, like you said too, with the ribs flaring, like when you go overhead, like the ribs and chest yeah. flare out and that just like, so I look for that a lot in people because especially like assuming that a lot of people who are coming to, for personal training, like you're coming for a reason. Sure. There's people who like, you know, I've thought about going to see a personal trainer. Cause I just don't like, I want them to make up my workouts and pay attention to what I'm doing. Uh, cause I have a million other things on my mind. I want someone to pay attention to me. Um, mm-hmm. but so yeah, like that's what people are there for me coming to me for it a lot too, or just like, haven't worked out in certain ways. So they may not just have that mobility at all, like reaching over your head and then like with weight, especially and then squatting yes. is not natural for most people. 
And so as soon like we're so tight in the shoulders and chest area that as soon as those arms go up overhead, you get tight here. So if you can't go here, you automatically like arch your back as I'm like showing you. So you either keep your back flat, but then your arms fall forward. Um, so people are trying to get something like up over their head and it just automatically means like lifting the chest and it's, yeah, it's hard to keep those ribs like down down and, and in, but that's why just doing it like with no weight <laughs> is like, that's where you start. You slowly start to open up those shoulders and squat down just like as low as you can, but keeping that back like nice and like that should be your back, not like a, a round, yeah. but uh, you know, a lot of these two come into like doing these assessments that I do. Um, it's like they're functional movements. So like, yeah, you're not, everyone's like lifting a barbell up over their head, but you know, for a lot of people who just, if you do certain kinds of work, like, I don't know, there's times you're, you're moving, you're going to lift a box up over your head or something like that. You know, it's, it's all about functional movement patterns. And, mm-hmm. um, and when you have bad posture, just in general, sitting or standing, then most likely your other movement patterns are not going to be like at their highest level of efficiency so working at the like the basics the groundwork of of posture but yeah I mean I'm like I said I'm sitting on a stability ball and I always end up like they're supposed to make you like I keep dropping my phone out of my pocket it's really really loud on this microphone um but so stability balls you know they became all the rage of like office chairs because yeah. it wasn't like it was forcing you to like sit up right and and mm-hmm. uh and find balance and I'm like <laughs> so my mom I'm just like my mom but I remember like <laughs> she she uses one once in a while but all she does is like bounce around and I'm like <laughs> I either do the same thing or I'm just like still sitting like one elbow on like a foot up over here like it's definitely not helping my posture I'm just now like fucking around on it and if I just had a chair and stayed still then maybe I would like work on my posture a little bit better but uh yeah I just, I have to actually get a, a chair. I use, I was using like a folding chair, but it's too short. So then I'm like my feet, oh. my arms are like up here to type or anything. So mm-hmm. I just want like a simple office chair, but it, it just needs to be able to move up and down a little bit so I can get the right, right height. So with the standing desk thing I have too, it's just this like really like cheap attachment thing that was actually supposed to be just for like sitting on the couch. Cause this is before I had a desk, uh, but I've been using it on top of my desk, but with a laptop, uh, like it, it, it puts my, the computer like at my eye height. So it's great. But then the keyboard's still up here. So I was like, Oh, yeah. this is why you see these desks that have like a, a monitor here and the keyboard and mouse are like down here. Cause he, like your arms still need to be at a certain level. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is hard. This is why people who work in offices, like really have a, a like legit set up that they don't want anyone else to touch like that's my keyboard that's my mouse my screen like yeah yeah. but um oh I think it was this podcast too that she mentioned that um what they're finding in teenagers is like a a growth in the in the spine like underneath in the skull in the base of the skull yeah because 
it, we're evolving to that forward head from computers and, and texting that they're getting this little bone that's however I wasn't quite clear with that little bone that's growing at the base of your neck is like keeping your head forward yeah. like why like just because there's space there for it to grow now or something with that forward head yeah. um I'd have to like listen to that part again but I thought that was super super interesting because yeah. like how do you how are you noticing that like you know is the poor kid feeling like like pain and then now can't move their head back into optimal position or is that something like you know like what if we evolve all the way back to like being quadrupeds right (laughs) we're so hunched in and like that's what we've become now like it's evolution is a crazy crazy thing but it's so wild and just like all the factors in our lives that make up our physical structures yeah um, I was going to mention about how after I had Quincy, um, I would, would, would do this high intensity. It was called stroller fitness. Oh, I went with you one time to the Y. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, it was lovely and I loved it and it was great and I didn't have an injury yet. So I was just like, yeah, I could like do high intensity. I'm here. I'm doing the thing. But I would always be like, okay, check yourself. Like, make sure you're doing this squat with like good posture and good form. And for p- women who just had kids come out of their body and like have this total body transformation, there was just not a whole lot of talk about having good posture with doing these movements. It was just mm-hmm. like, doing this like quick fast movement thing and I'm and I was just I would always like to my neighbor just be like hey listen to your body like slow down (laughs) because every like when you get in group workouts like that it's like you're there's like so many kids all over the place and it's like straight fucking chaos organized chaos but yeah (laughs) attention to your body when you do do a high intensity group children yeah workout thing and I mean as much as I loved it and as much as I think it's great and it's awesome to like have these communities but also especially postpartum listen to your body because it is entirely different than what it was before you had your kid and it just like man your body gets rocked after having a kid like it's just yeah it's I can't even imagine up. and so so it's awesome to have things like that because there's just some people who like they cannot drop their kid off or like maybe the facility yeah. doesn't do like the daycare while you can just go to the class and not think about it. But um, or maybe you don't want to. Maybe like you don't want to leave your kid out of your sight, depending yeah. on where you are in your like postpartum journey. But um, that was me. like when you can't focus, like you said, on your, your body and you've always been such a good advocate of like, do what's right for you and, yeah. and everything. Like, I know you always ask like so many questions in a good way, not like the children of <laughs> wrestling practice, <laughs> but of like, okay, like, am I doing this right? Cause like, you've always want to make sure you are doing things correctly to like optimize it and like not hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Like even before your injury. And I think that it's the like health and fitness world is getting a lot better at having the conversation of, um, you know, doing things like 
correctly and listening to your body and stuff instead of just like the pressure of like just do it do do it quick do it fast but there's still a long way to come because it also depends on like where you're at like in the world and or in the country of um you know who what messaging you're getting uh but this is why so I I was a little conflicted, like becoming a personal trainer because I never had a very good thought of them because you could just get a certification online and I would just see them at the gym or group class instructors. And, you know, this is before I did anything. So they obviously still knew more than I did, but I just always had this feeling that most of the ones that I met, I'm like, you don't know, like, you don't actually know. It's like, I'm not going to trust anyone until they have actually like, you know, gone through, um, anatomy and physiology or like have a degree in kinesiology, like actually know anything about the fucking body. And, you know, some people just do and don't, some people study well on their own and, uh, and learn all this stuff. Cause you do learn it, but it's just, you know, accelerated learning and it's not all focused. And then depending on what you do after that for work, like, you know, you have to put all the effort into to learning those things, the practicing them, not like when you go to school for like a four-year degree. Um, and so I felt as myself, like with a personal trainer, I, I still put my own like judgments on me of like, well, you didn't go to school for that. Like you don't know every muscle in the body and every bone in the body. And like, you should, to, if you're going to tell other people what to do. And it's like, that's, that's not true. Like I can still help people without having this, you know, extensive, like encyclopedia, like knowledge of the body. Yeah. It's just about knowing your boundaries though. Right. Of like, if you don't know what to do, if a client asks a question and I don't know the answer, like, I don't know. Or like, you know, someone comes to me with an injury and, um, I'm like, yeah, that was a pretty severe and traumatizing injury. It sounds like I, I think you should definitely talk to somebody more qualified to deal with that specific injury. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I'm like, do you, do you have like clearance? Have you done physical therapy? Like, I don't think you should just jump right into like training, but, um, but yeah, with just like high intensity workouts in general, it's just like, yeah, just go hard, go fast. And it's like, it just doesn't work for everybody. And I've had that struggle, like that thought of, as I have thought of the possibility of having like adrenal issues and like, you really have to totally take time off of like working out at all when you have like adrenal problems, it seems like. Uh, and I'm like, I don't want to like, as much as I hate hit style workouts, sometimes it's also what I love, but I've, I've started to hate yes. them more just because like, I always feel out of shape. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no matter what mm-hmm. I do, like I'm not feeling better. So that's why I'm like, okay, something's not, not right. But, uh, I, I like the feeling of like a good, tough workout, but I don't gauge yeah. it at like, that's not my only gauge of like, that was a good workout. Like it, you know, if I'm not like dying at the end of it in, in a puddle of sweat, like yeah. that's not the only way to tell that you got a good workout in. Yeah. Um, so that took some mental training too, but, but yeah, right. that, that message just needs to be pushed too. of like your workout, no matter what, especially for women, right? Like it's, it's not going to yes. be the same all the time. Cause we have so many different stages of life. And again, through like a podcast that I listened to this woman similar, like, well, so she's 32, but she was like a competitive CrossFitter. And, um, 
but she was saying like, she's getting acne now and like, you know, never really had it. And she's just talking about, you know, being in her thirties and how she's definitely noticing like different things happening in her body, like hasn't had kids or anything, but just as women, how it can be so frustrating that you, you think you figured it out and you've unlocked like the code to your body. You have figured out the mm-hmm. diet that works for you, the exercise that works for you. And then literally one day you wake up and that's, it's totally out the window and you have to start over mm-hmm. from scratch. And there's no telling how long that like code is going to work for. It could be a week. It could be two weeks. It could be like years. And I was talking to my mom about this yesterday too, as I was um, like, talking about just wanting to go to the naturopath and stuff. This is right before I made the appointment. It's like, you know, like men just fact of the matter is they do not have to worry about that. They can do this like for the most part, the same diet and workout routine their whole life. And they're going to get the same results. Like that's why men, I I don't know if you've ever gotten into any major diet trends. I I haven't ever really, but keto is a big one, but the ketogenic diet like works great for men and some women have had success in it. But if you dig further into like what it does and um, it's like, it's not optimal for a female female's physiology, like throughout every phase of her like cycle. Cause you just need, we need different things throughout the month. Like you need different, like more carbs at this time or more protein at this time. Like, especially if you are working out avidly, um, And it's just like, so fucking weird. It's like, obviously all our bodies, men or women change throughout life, um, depending on what they've been through, like bone structure wise. So something like posture is a a constant thing, but God, Mm -hmm. I do just feel like as a woman, like internally, there's just, I mean, hormones are like fucking chemicals and they affect everything, your brain and all this shit that it's just like, Oh my God. (laughs) This is, can you just like be still for a second? Like, I don't want to go through like these, you know, different like mind, like fucking thoughts and phases every goddamn week. (laughs) Yeah, for real. What is consistency? Yeah. But it's just learning how to like. There was another thing I read uh, somewhere. I think it was like on Instagram into regards to this, like, uh, uh, page I follow closely called women are not small men and it's all about like the study of female um, physiology but someone posted like I've had my you know been bleeding for 20 plus years and I still like don't know that like the two days that I want to like kill everybody and sleep all the time like you know that those are those are the two days before my period like I still like can't change my mindset like uh, during those two days knowing that this is going to pass and it's like yeah like you don't think about it and so like you really have to to think about you're like why the fuck do I feel this or like then you get your period and you're like oh that's why it's like we we should be at the point of like knowing what to expect but we don't because like you don't really study all the phases. You just know of the one. And that's like when you yeah. are like bleeding. Um, so <sighs> it's, it's hard to keep track of all the other things. And like, oh, this is why I'm doing this this week. Like, I don't want to have to think about it though. Every yes. damn thing. But um, yeah, that's also why I feel it's like super important just to actually get these tests done and see what what hormones even say. Yes, I'm so excited for you to go on this journey. I really I know. 
I have no idea how long it will take to like get uh, results because it's actually a, um, I don't know what else we'll do today. I know I won't, I'm pretty certain I want to do like a hormone. Obviously we have to talk about that, but they do an at-home test. Uh, it's called the, well, you do it at home and then you like mail it in, but it's called the Dutch test. And I've heard about this through other places as well. Um, so it's like you, I don't even like technically have to go I could just like oh cancel that appointment and go like do this Dutch test on my own but I don't have anyone like reading me the results or coming up with a, a plan for um how to fix anything if there's anything wrong but um I totally forgot oh well I guess we'll see if there's any blood work or anything to to do so yeah I just I guess I don't know how long it would take to to get results, like if they have this Dutch test, like actually there and I can take one home and like do it and send it in. And, but how long does it take for results to come back? Um, so, so we'll see, but like I said, I'm just at least excited to like get the ball rolling and hopefully get a better answer than like go, go on like another kind of diet. Cause that's what I told Andrew. I'm like yeah. the point, like if I go back to like the regular doctor, she already told me like, is there's nothing really that they, they can do that they're going to test for with Western medicine. And she's just going to tell me to go on like another diet or like keep this one, but we're not solving the fucking problem. Like it's a band aid. So. Yeah. Right. As opposed to being like this chemical is doing this and you have this level of like, it's going to be nice to have some hopeful, hopefully concrete answers. Yeah. Yeah. At least somewhere to go um, with like, yeah a solid, solid foundation that it's building from instead of just a guessing game. That's why it's been hard for me to stick with anything. Cause it's all just like guessing in this whole, like somewhat plant-based diet I've stuck to pretty well because I'm just like, I'm so tired of like not knowing, but, uh, um, yeah, I just work better knowing for sure that it's like, I'm not going to do successfully stick to gluten-free unless I know I have fucking celiac disease. <laughs> like, yes, it's yes. just the way I work. Cause I'll just be like, I don't know, like mm-hmm. I'll eat less of it, but yeah, I just, my mind is just that kind of mind. Um, and then obviously too, though, any kind of other stressors, like the world's just been nuts for almost two years. So whatever else with the world or personal that's going on that also affects certain hormone levels, um and like even just holidays which I'm not stressed out about I I don't know they never really like stressed me out like much because I don't know I don't have a lot of family that would it's been just when I was at home just my brother me and my mom anyways for so long we haven't celebrated it with extended family and when we did it was like fun because it was cousins and stuff so it's never been like really stressful for me but it's just they're a bit of a, well, really only Christmas is more kind of like a bummer because I'm always in like financial stress. So I'm like, man, I want to like get yes. people presents because like, I love to give gifts. Um, and so I'm always like, oh man, like I can't really afford to get anybody anything. And I don't know, it's just like a silly thing, like the whole gift giving thing, but it is fun because it's like, it just, I like to see other people's faces when it's a surprise or like something you think they're really gonna like. Um, and, and yeah, so it just, it's always like rooted around financial stress for me, really. I'm like, yeah. man. 
And like when, when and why did Christmas become such a consumerism thing? I, and that's the part of Christmas that I hate the yeah. most is just how much of a consumerism based holiday it is. And I'm just like, it makes me be like, no, I'm not going to fucking spend money because it's a stupid holiday. Like, yeah. So I just get very stubborn about it. And I do. I love giving people gifts, especially like wool socks and gloves. Mm-hmm. It's cold season. And like, you got to keep the your people that you love warm and cozy. Yeah. But, oh, it just kills me. And then all the people that do buy the like shitty gloves or like stuff that people are like, oh, cool. Thanks for this like fruitcake or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like you just it just doesn't have the same meaning and especially with having a child I want to like rewrite what the holiday means to me personally yeah like go with the flow of society and consumerism and that's got to be hard though because like especially now that he's in school of like how do you do that without making him feel like deprived if like everyone's yeah. talking about their great Christmas and coming in with like I don't know a bunch of new stuff and then you know as a kid making him feel like oh well why didn't I get like all this yeah. stuff um and you know sometimes well, you just have kids that like get it and understand and don't want it which would hopefully be the yeah. case in in Quincy or you know you're getting something else things that he truly enjoys but that's what it, like, so does he have like a Christmas list? Do you do that or? No, uh-uh. I mean, and like Santa Claus, like I've, Murray and I have never really wanted to like lie to him and be like, yeah, Santa Claus got you this. <laughs> um, but we've also kind of wanted to like give him some sort of magic with the holiday. Mm-hmm. So it's just, Christmas has been like a very weird thing for us. Um, and like one year I remember we really he was like really curious about Christmas I want to say he was about three or four and so I like played around with it and was like oh my gosh I got a lead on like where I know Santa Claus is is and so he was like oh what like so he like played along with it and it was like really fun and we ended up finding a Santa Claus at at downtown Tacoma at one of the museums and it was just like really great but now that he's older he knows that we are the tooth fairy he knows oh yeah all this stuff and so I'm just kind of like like so at least we got to have like the one year of like doing the thing and it was it was I felt good about it like it wasn't necessarily a lie yeah you found um, him you did find the Santa <laughs> Yeah, we found a Santa and yeah, and and as far, like I am not a consumer. Like when I buy mm-hmm. things, I try to buy used. I try to buy from like ethical companies. I am by no means like a consumer just because of like how I know everything's going to end up in a landfill and it just freaking kills me and like all the plastic and all the issues that we're having with plastic on the earth. It just like I literally cannot. So I'm a, a, a conscientious consumer. Um, and so like, I'll, I'll get him things like wool socks, gloves, Yeah, not very exciting, like books, but he's the only grandkid of 
uh, family. Mm-hmm. And Murray's mother loves to shop. So yeah. she usually hooks it up major. And so I don't feel like he misses out. Right. That's that. So that's how my mom is. So like, I can imagine it being much harder having kids too, because like you on one end of the spectrum, like you don't want to spend a bunch of money on like toys that they're like going to play with a handful of times or outgrow or whatever, or the same with clothes. But then on the other hand, it's like, if you do spend a little bit more money on the quality things, it's going to last longer that it can be like, you know, passed down to another kid or like, or whatever. But I know that I think around our society too, for kids, because I I have this feeling until like kind of learning a little bit more about sustainability and stuff of just like, yeah, it's a kid. Like, why would you spend a bunch of money on that when they're only going to like, they're just going to grow out of it so quickly. But Jen, like my sister-in-law, she, well, she, she finds a lot of deals, but you know, she's like spends more money on clothes that I, you know, wouldn't have thought about, but that's also because like, I don't have kids and don't know anything about buying anything for kids. So uh, <laughs> I would just be like, like, wait, what? But then like understanding too, of like some of the companies that she like really Support. like enjoys and supports like yeah it's qu- more quality stuff I guess it's gonna last so you can give it away to someone else like it just because yeah. your kid's done with it doesn't mean it's just like done for good like it's yeah. gonna last years even though it doesn't last for your so it's like kind of more selfish like buying like just the cheap stuff because you're like oh well once my kid's done with it it's trash it's like no that that shouldn't be the mindset so I have yeah. come to really appreciate like what she does um and like for the kids because again to me I'm just like cheap anyways so it was like yeah it's been more of a learning lesson altogether of like and I mean I'm the industry I've been in I can like luckily do get deals on a lot of of things um because it would be hard for me to spend money on um a lot of like the clothes or things that I have uh if I was paying it like completely like whole or re- retail price all the time I just have less of it obviously but uh yeah I mean there's times I want to go to Target and get something but also the pants that usually I buy from Target like I do have four years so yeah, yeah, yeah. but but yeah you know I, I wish I could get a little bit better I'm actually writing a, a blog right now about this brand Cotopaxi and so a lot of brands outdoor brands these days are much more sustainable and ethical like in their manufacturing and stuff. So as I've dove into those kinds of things, it has like, yeah, made me realize the importance of like shopping with those kinds of brands and, and not like the things like Target or Walmart or something. But I mean, there's just a time where it's like, I need a shirt. I just need a white shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. spend $50. It's already here. Right. You, you have that fight too of like, well, like if I don't buy it, like yes. someone's going to, or it is going to go to waste. If, so it's, yes. it can be a battle in those types of situations. Um, but my mom is a, a, a very hardcore consumer. She loves buying things and especially for those kids. And they have to tell her like, oh my God, stop buying them. Like the cheap plastic, like toys yeah. that are just going to break. And like, no one wants them anyways. Like she, she just loves to like give them like, but they're a kid that they're so young that they don't really 
Like they're excited about anything. Give her a fucking box. And yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, gonna have a have a blast. Um, so they're not quite at that age of like realizing, like, oh, this is a gift from grandma, so cool, or I wanted this toy. She's just doing it because she wants to like give it to her. Um, and yeah, she does have fun with it. Yeah, and and the and the kids do have fun with them. And I don't want to take me and my brother have talked about this, like you don't want to take that like away from her but it's like don't get in the habit of like buying a bunch of crap because also like a lot of that stuff like you know I'm like Jen and TK don't want that at their house mom she's like it will stay here and I'm like oh my god no you're (laughs) supposed to be getting rid of stuff now it's just like looks like the kid lives there (laughs) she's there like once a week or something like mom get a grip she'll just like start cruising the internet she's like oh that's so cute I'm like are you feeling a void of toys that you didn't have as a child or something? (laughs) Because I could see, I would, I totally see kids toys. I'm like, Oh my God, that's so cool. Like, I wish I had that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Being a conscientious entrance consumer is, it's a lot. And yeah. like even the food you buy at the grocery store. And I definitely think it's a generational thing because Mm -hmm. our, that's just what they do, right? They just mm-hmm. buy stuff. I, I don't know. Like every one person is different for sure, but I definitely feel like for our parents' generation, like consumerism, like that's just what you do. Or like if you're having a shitty day, like a little bit of um, retail therapy goes on yeah. own way. It does. And I for real fall victim to that. I say this all the time. Like the times that I really, really, really cannot buy anything, like, you know, I have like 50 bucks or like less in my account is when I cannot stop like looking yes. online for things that I want. And I'm like, Ooh, that's a payment plan. No problem. Like I'll do that. Like it's yeah. so terrible. Um, and I just hate that the desire becomes so strong, like the more that I like can't or shouldn't like have it, um, and working in retail, that sometimes is a fight like when especially when we switch seasons like going into winter you know we're getting a bunch of new stuff and I'm like oh my god luckily for me like none of the shit fits because it's all like fucking a bunch well there's a few European brands but um I don't know that's just the frustrating part too of uh of body changes is like yeah, nothing like fits. Like I don't, I'm, I'm getting to the end of the spectrum and like pant sizes and like, then you have to go like up when like not every brand is inclusive. Right. So it's like, if I really love this brand or whatever, like I have to go find a different one or like, they're not carried around here. Like I have to just order it because these sizes are not just like in the store. Um, and it's really, it really just depends but I think we were talking with Sarah Sally last time about uh, like, I tried this one pair of pants on in a size 12 and I could not eat, like barely get it over my butt. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense because like yeah. this pant I have is a 10, like all my leggings, everything like that are a large. So like, obviously leggings are stretchy, but still I'm just like, that's a that's a big big difference that felt like it was like trying to put on a size fucking like six like I'd still think I could get an eight like to my hips but I was just like this is ridiculous like what what size like fit model are you using and but um but yeah so it just 
selling. Yeah, it's so frustrating. So yeah, I mean, I get excited about all the stuff when I see it coming in the shop. I'm like, oh, I want this, I want that. But then I try like one thing on and I'm like, yeah, well, I'm a behemoth in this. So I no longer <laughs> want to shop. Like, what the hell? Um, yeah. Yeah. Not to say that like my whole reason and stuff for going to the naturopath and finding out the issue is not just to like lose a certain amount of weight, but like the weight that I've gained in a short amount of time is like alarming and doesn't add up. Like it, it's, it's not just like aesthetic. I'm like, this is like, something's not right. (laughs) Like I'm eating significantly like less I'm exercising like more. And I've always had a pretty consistent, like diet and exercise um so it just doesn't make sense like how quickly it adds up so it's definitely more like sure I would love to like be at a certain size pant for the most part but I know that between any brand that's gonna change (laughs) but uh it's like I'm like this is just weird that I've come from this number to this number in this amount of time like I was beginning to become really okay with where I was at just knowing like my body type but and as I saw like like as I would gain weight I'm like well it's fine like you know, muscle mass, like my, my pant size isn't changing. My pants fit the same. <clears throat> and then when I started noticing my pants weren't fitting the same was when I was like, <laughs> okay, like what's, what is actually going on here? This is no longer like a, the fact that I'm starting to lift heavy weights and my thighs are bigger f- for that reason. It's like, hmm, why is my, why is my and, gut bigger? <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that you and I are like the oh, fittest, yeah. most healthiest, but yeah. like for the most part, we eat pretty healthy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're not like McDonald's, we're not like fast food men all the time. Yeah. We definitely drink our fair share of beer. Yep. And that and that's, it changes throughout time. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I understand as like, like I said, women, things fucking change. You can't keep the same diet all the time, but, uh, but I got to like, still by doing, uh, looking into it with whatever kind of tests you can still figure out where your intolerances are. And I do better knowing the, uh, reason of like, okay, yes. Do I have to cut gluten? I don't know. Like every, everyone's going to show up as like intolerant. That's why I don't want to do just a food, food test. Cause I feel like everyone in our society these days is going to show intolerance for all the things because we have too much of it or it's too processed or whatever. But, um, but yeah um so with the the holidays though and like I've never really felt pressure for for diet around them um because well I always wrestled during them too so it didn't matter if anything it was like you had to eat less because we had practice like the next day if not a tournament so it was about like, yeah, obviously that can fuck with people's mind wrestling in that diet culture, but it never, never did, uh, for, for me, but I knew like what I could eat and what I couldn't, but, um, I've never really been like, Oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds before new year's. Um, so I can look nice and hot and sexy on new year's Eve, but, uh, like, it's just funny, like crazy how, how people be like, Oh, earn your, earn your food. Like I work out like the day of the holiday, because I know I'm going to eat a bunch and it does make me feel physically better to have worked out and sweated a little, um, before I gorge myself. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's just like, I, I feel like, yeah, I'm not, I'm going in a little 
a little ready. I can fit a little more in the tank if I if I did yeah. work out. <laughs> but uh, but I was all about too, it's all about balance, man. Yeah. Um. So I've heard of a couple. I've loved. We do this on our uh, website. I have to update these blogs actually, and many people do them, but like gift guides. I've heard a couple on podcasts too. So I was going to ask you if you wanted to maybe, I don't know how much work it would be, but to try and do like a, a little holiday like gift guide. Um, yes. Of a Ooh, podcast. Like, mm-hmm, I don't know, maybe we can do it next, next week or something, just like a couple yes. of your a handful of whatever, anything really, however many things you want of like your favorite things that you think make great gifts based on all the things that you like, but it's like, oh, this candle handmade or whatever, or like this company, this or that. Um, I thought it would be fun to do because there's people too, who just like, don't have ideas or you just learn something else of like, oh, I, yes, I want that. What is this company you're talking about? Um, so I was thinking, yeah, we could, uh, think on that and see what we come up with and, and maybe we can record a little bit of that next week even though it's getting down to the wire I don't know who else know. is doing their Christmas shopping but I know I've done absolutely none because my Christmas shopping is to myself to this fucking doctor today <laughs> yes, yes but uh I'm still Christmas shopping I haven't done any <laughs> yeah I figured anyway like so next week is like the middle of the month I'm like yeah there's plenty of people who well, actually, I guess Christmas is the 25th, not the end of the month. So, so whatever, it, it can be sh- a short little section of, of a podcast yeah. or something, but uh, let's think and about that. a great way, a great way to like promote local businesses yeah, up totally. in our areas. For sure. For sure. Ooh, like spa uh, gift cards to like my beautiful That's sister-in-law's good. spa in Tacoma, Washington. Um, yeah. Shout out to Oaks and Alder. Yes. <laughs> awesome well I'm gonna have to start wrapping up here and getting ready to go to this appointment check my mail for that magical debt card (laughs) yep yep fingers crossed yeah totally hopefully hopefully you find some answers and it was good talking to you and seeing you I miss you I know I miss you too I'm so glad we get to do this over zoom like some I was wasn't sure how like how it would be over zoom if it would be like like natural or like feel the same as if it does in person obviously in in person is always just better when we can go and like have coffee or a beer or whatever and bike afterwards but uh it still like does make me feel like I'm there with you (laughs) same 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 yeah so I love it so we'll have to rethink maybe to some podcast intro and um and and things and names and artwork or something because I feel like yeah yeah totally I think that I want to do this I mean with you you keep me accountable and you give me something to talk about so yeah 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 (laughs) there may come the time that there's interviews or whatever with people and those can still either be together or like individual um yeah but I think to put these out more often like and it has to be like you know a uh um regular like hosting situation and stuff yeah (laughs) Yeah. I'm here for it all right yeah I can't wait to do it again yes same okay have a good day good luck today thank you all right I'll talk to you soon Bye. bye